This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 719, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 719. It's my comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, October the 16th. Recording this on the 27th, so it's uh, very far away from when these comic books first came out. Uh, But uh, we're going to have a chance to talk about a few of these books today. Uh, First, looking at some of the books that that came out but I did not have a chance to read. Uh, That includes Absolute Carnage Avengers, Absolute Carnage Scream, Absolute Carnage vs. Deadpool, Aquaman, Black Panther, and the Agents of Wakanda, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Contagion, Crazy, Flash Forward, Gardens of the Galaxy, History of the Marvel Universe. I'm so far behind on this. Inferior 5, Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Allegiance. Uh, number 2, Justice League, Metal Men, Nightwing, Savage Sword of Conan, Spider-Man, Superman Year One, Superman Smashes the Clan, Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen, uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Nightfall, Teen Titans, Titans Burning Rage, and Wonder Woman Come Back to Me. Uh, so what did I get a chance to read? Well, I read three books that came out on the week of the 16th. You'd think that by now I would have read more, but you would be wrong because I'm still going to try to get caught up on older stuff. And um, so I read three books that came out this particular week. Uh, that includes Absolute Carnage, Batman, and X-Men. I'm only going to be talking about two of them today, however. Um, as we speak, I am, uh, I think, shortly going to be recording an episode of the Amazing Spider Attack podcast talking about Absolute Carnage number four. Uh, so knowing that I'll be doing that, and I'm not sure if that's part of their Patreon release only or if that's part of their regular releases. Anyways, uh, instead of re- repeating myself, I thought I, w- I would save my commentary on that issue for that particular uh, podcast. So in the meantime, let's talk about Batman number 81. Uh, this is by... Uh, Tom King and John Meter Jr. I, I, I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of the cover. I think the character looks just a little static, and, and just something doesn't look right about the character. Um, but otherwise, I thought this was actually pretty good. This is part seven of City of Bane. Um, I did feel like this felt like an issue where uh, John Meter Jr. had more time to spend, and therefore his art just in general looks better. Um, I don't know if it's the right fit for the issue, though, because like I, I think it's interesting. I just feel like maybe another artist might have been a better fit for it. Um, that being said, like it's it's entertaining, it's interesting. It definitely, uh, you know, kind of leads to the idea that uh, you know Batman is smarter than maybe we saw, we thought or saw, and he's had plans within plans, um, and this is kind of seeing all that come together. Um, I thought this was very entertaining. Um, the, you know, the Bat family converging on Thomas I thought was interesting, although um, the potential result of that I thought was a little disappointing. Um, I did like seeing that who was never the Joker teamed up with the Riddler. It was actually Clayface. I thought that was uh, smart, or at least who knows at what point that got switched out. Um, so that was definitely interesting. Uh yeah, no, I really dug this, and I'm excited to see from uh, what happens in additional chapters. I just hope the artist changed, which is wrong. Like, I like John Romita Jr. I just feel like we've had so many different artists on Batman during Tom King's run, but this is the one where I felt it was the most different in terms of artistic tone, whereas the others felt close enough to each other that it didn't feel like we were really getting that much of a, of a shift visually. Uh, there was still a, a sense of consistency. Um, overall, I'm going to give this a seven and a half. It was still an, an, an enjoyable and interesting read. And last but not least, because I'm only talking about two books today, is uh, the launch of the Dawn of X 
um, era of X-Men now that House of X and Powers of Ten is over. Now we have the launch of X-Men number one or Legacy 645. Who even knows what that number really means now? Um, this particular issue is written by Jonathan Hickman. It's got art by Lionel Francis Yu, inks by Jerry Alanguillan, uh, color art by Sunny Guo, who I don't even know if I know that name, uh, virtual calligraphies, Clayton Cowles on letters, and Tom Muller on design. Um, Actually, I thought the colors really worked. I thought they were interesting, and they kind of were both uh, subdued at times, and then when they needed to be, they really kind of uh, came off the page and and made certain characters stand out. And, um, yeah, this is kind of an interesting way of seeing the X-Men in operation now that they're operating out of Kokoa. Um, The idea of, you know, Orcus as being kind of the the new big bad for this team in this era. Um, I like the idea that you have kind of the, the all the summers family together, although I don't know if it makes a lot of sense. You know, we have young Cable, which again, feels weird to have him here, and he, because I mean, in X-Force he just felt different than this. I don't know why. Um, seeing like, the Star Jammers together, seeing Gabriel, which I'm really curious if they're ever going to explain how he's back and how that makes sense. Um, there's a lot of people obviously talking about the description of the Summer House and seeing that um, Jean Grey's bedroom as an adjoining interior rooms to both Wolverines and Cyclops, and if this is basically the X Men kind of quietly accepting polygamy or you know just different types of relationships, which is definitely really interesting and uh, you know kind of weird and, and, and different. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is very exciting, and uh, you know I I have to say I, I've read Marauders number one. I, um, I liked it. I don't think I was as into it as this. Um, but, you know, it's an exciting new era, and I'm intrigued in seeing what's going on, and we're getting books, like, every week. Um, you know, here on the 16th, we got X-Men number one. On the 23rd, we got Marauders number one. And then Excalibur number one starts on October 30th. And then basically from then on, at least for November, you have New Mutants and an X-Force uh, launching on November 6th. On November 13th, you have Fallen Angels and X-Men number two. On November 20th, you have Marauders 2 and Excalibur number two. And then on November 27th, you have New Mutants, X-Force, and Fallen Angels. So, um, you know, it's going to become a kind of a crowded uh, landscape, but uh, hopefully that's a good thing. Um, going into this issue, I have to admit that I was a little curious about whether or not Lionel Francis Hugh was going to be the right artist for this. Not anything against Lionel Francis Hugh. Gorgeous art. I just felt that Pepe Larraz, Arby Silva, and the color, arts on, color artists on ball involved on Powers of X and Powers of Ten. Sorry, House of X and Powers of Ten. Really, those had such an interesting visual that was similar enough to each other, and it, was, it felt new and fresh and popped. And it's a different style than Lana Francis Unis. I just wasn't sure if it would work. I have to be very happily proven wrong that it works perfectly and it looks great. And I'm going to give this a book an extremely solid eight. I'm almost leaning towards an 8.5. Hell, let's just give it an eight and a half. It was a good, solid start to a new era. Um, coming off of, you know, the kind of the retroactive changing things around of continuity or at least rephrasing and re-understanding continuity that we got in House of X and Powers of Ten. Uh, next week, I'll be talking about some books that came out on the 23rd, and by next week, I mean in a couple days, hopefully. Um, that will include issues like um, let's see what came out. Absolute Carnage, Lethal Protectors, Action Comics, Agents of Atlas, Amazing Mary Jane, Amazing Spider-Man Full Circle, Aquaman Annual, Avengers, Batgirl, Batman Curse of the White Knight, uh, Batman Superman, Batman Beyond, Black Adam, Year of the Villain, Contagion, Detective Comics, Fearless, Ghost Spider, Immortal Hulk, Justice League Dark, King Thor, Marauders, Punisher Kill Crew, Red Hood Outlaws, 
or sorry, Outlaw, Star Wars, Strike Force, The Flash, The Terrifics, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Wonder Woman. So, that, and uh, I think there's something else. Oh, and Amazing Spider-Man also came out. So a lot of stuff, hopefully, that I'll be chatting about on our next reviews episode. For the next non-reviews episode, it's going to be another episode where I uh, get together with uh, Eric Anthony to talk about an upcoming uh, book catalog. Uh, for Marvel and just kind of looking at some of the books that are coming out January to April next year. You can rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, also listen to us on Stitcher, and you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to this very short amended episode, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.